0: Hey, it's Debbie here. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. But you can also hear the Dave Indijanovic show live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday starting at 9 or at KSLnewsradio.com.
1: Keyword Podcast.
0: So text that keyword to 57500, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win.
1: Dave and and Dejanovic priced out housing special coverage with Dave and Dejanovic. I
0: am so excited to talk to Russell Fawcett for the Stern team and go in depth with him about uh, their first-time homebuyer guide. Home sales expected to increase this year, so if you're thinking about getting into a home for the first time, maybe you have kids uh, that are out shopping for their first home. uh, The Stern team is uh, joining us live with their first-time homebuyer's guide.
1: One of the things that makes me a little antsy for my kids is I know how expensive homes are now. And they're not in the, the home buying stage yet. They're probably five years out or so uh, at least. Well, what's it going to look in five years? If it's so expensive right now, and is it just going to keep going up? And it kind of looks like it.
0: Uh Russell Fawcett, thanks for sticking around yeah. here with the Stern team. Uh, we love your tips. Um, now, I've read articles; it's pretty widely expected that, you know, spring brings on increased home sales, maybe some increased pricing. Um, let's lay, let's let's set the the landscape for starters. What's the Stern team looking at for home sales over the next several months?
2: yeah so let's talk about the year. We just had the forecast that came out, and so they are predicting that Salt Lake County will have about thirteen thousand cells that's up from just over eleven thousand last year uh so we're up we're going to be up sixteen percent is what they're projecting, but we also have to realize that's still historically low prior to covid the five years before that we averaged right around eighteen thousand cells so we're mm. we're still going to be down about twenty seven thirty percent from normal
1: okay and is that because of interest rates and cost of the home?
2: Yeah, so interest rates. So you have the, the sellers that you know, have a 3% that don't want to leave. You have the interest rate, so affordability for buyers. And that, that dip in interest rate is what's really causing, okay, we're going to have some more first-time home buyers enter the market, a couple more people sell their homes. So that's what's going to drive the increase in sales, but there's still not enough inventory and affordability is still an issue, which is going to keep our sales low.
0: Russell Fawcett with the Stern team in studio with us today, giving us their first time homebuyers guide guide. Let's get into it. What's on what's chapter one of the first time home buyers guide for those people who are just getting into the market?
2: Yeah, so number one, we we always want someone to, to speak with a lender. If they're gonna, you know, if they're not paying cash, we want them to sit down, find out what they can afford, what you know, you'd be surprised at like maybe they have a credit card that's maxed out and that's their only credit card, and that's killing their credit. And if they just went and paid, if it's a $1,000 credit card, went and paid that down, got it below 30%, their credit score could shoot up. So we want mm-hmm. them to be educated. That also helps us when we go out for them, one, not to fall in love with a the property they can't afford, or if they've skipped that step, and they fall in love with a hot property, and they're not ready to go, that, that property may not be available for them, Um, because they've still got to go through that approval process. So we want to turn our buyers into cash buyers, essentially by getting them all the way through the loan process before we go shopping for a home. Then all we need is the appraisal once
0: once they find
2: the house.
1: How do you uh, talk somebody off uh, of some of these emotions that they might have if they absolutely fall in love with a house, but there's some real warning signs for you, whether it's overpriced or it's in a bad location what what can you do to maybe bring some of those emotions
2: down yeah so we we tell them to go home and take a tic tac and so i mean what that is really it is just taking that moment to breathe about it let's talk through the situation and and say okay like what are we giving up are, is this going to become a problem or you know back in the the pandemic you're overpaying for this home you know you're writing a check for fifty thousand dollars are you okay with it and ultimately it is their decision. So we like to honestly let them sleep on it a little bit, suck on a tic tack and, and come back and make sure their decision is what they want to do.
0: Russell uh, Stern or Russell Fawcett with the Stern team live in studio with us talking about the first time home buyer's guide. Okay, you went over chapter one, get with a lender. What's chapter two, Russell? Yeah,
2: chapter two is the fun part. So now we start searching, right? So we come up with the criteria, what it is we're looking for, what are the areas. What do the home has to have bedrooms, bathrooms, size? And then we start shopping. We start going out and looking at the property because we know what we can buy. So now we go find it and, you know, we want to find whatever it is. And we, we typically go with what are your five wants? What are your five needs? So the five needs, oh. we're going to get those no matter what. Our five wants, these would be nice to have, mm. but maybe we're willing to give, you know, kind of a concession on one I of those I love things. that.
0: And you boil it down to five of each so you're not overwhelmed with lists of 20 or something like that. That's a great tip.
1: What would be an example of maybe a want versus a need?
2: So, what are some of the wants? Uh, We want a separate shower and tub in the master bedroom or a three car garage. Sometimes those are, that's a need. Sometimes it's a want. It'd be nice to have, or it'd be nice to have, um, you know, RV parking.
0: I have a friend who happens to need a bathroom on the main level. Yep. Um, and, you know, some of us may say, oh, we don't need a bathroom on the main level. That's just a want. But for some people, it is a, is it, depending on their situation, it is a need. So there's lots, lots of things that could be on my want list that might be on somebody else's need list. Um, let's say a first time home buyer, any home buyer, stops by an open house. It's on a whim. They see it on their, you know, on their drive into, you know, whatever the city and they pull in and they're not with their real estate agent. Now I've been into plenty of open houses and there's a real estate agent there. And I've always said like, I'm working with this real estate agent. I've been working with them for 20 years, but what should they do when they walk in that home and you're not with them, Russell?
2: Yeah. So if they're actively working with a real estate agent, just that. Let the open house agent know that I'm working with an agent. I just saw your sign. I swung by, you know, and so just communicate with that. And most of the time, that agent's still going to answer any questions that you have. They're going to, you know, walk you through the home because the open house agent typically is they're representing the seller. And so they're still going to want to help get the home sold. And so they'll answer your questions If you're not working with an agent and you're just going out and, you know, touring open houses to find your home, I'll tell you there's a lot better ways that you can find your dream home than stopping by and just randomly looking at open houses. It's a little bit of a uh, roll of the dice when you're
1: doing that. Uh, What would you recommend for buyers on an average salary?
2: Okay, so this is, I'm going to more go back to what does it cost to buy the average house. Um, so this came out again in our forecast and our median sales price was 554000 in January. And in order to, with a 5% down payment, you're looking at, you would need an income of $169,000. So at that point, you are probably dual income. You're getting a cosigner if you're making the average salary, right? But if you have two average salaries... Then we're getting closer to, the, to that, but you may have to save to make a down payment to make that a little bit more affordable. Um, so it really depends on your credit and your unique financial situation to what you can qualify
0: for. I've had to explain in the past, to first time home buyers, that it's the seller who pays the real estate agent's fees. Is that still accurate given uh, the landscape of some you know, different logis- uh, lawsuits that have been going on? Is it generally the seller that pays the fees? The first time home buyer doesn't need to worry about coming up with that?
2: So contractually, that is the way that um, each listing that is put on the multiple listing service offers a certain amount that they're willing to pay a buyer representative. Now, your fees are negotiated with your buyer agent and okay. with your listing agent. So then it becomes with, okay, the listing agent has agreed to pay a certain fee. My fee is this. So there could be a circumstance where the buyer would need to compensate the agent if the, if the seller isn't paying that. Historically, typically the sellers have paid the full fee. But there are two sides of it, and so you'll definitely want to have that conversation up front.
0: Great tips.
1: Russell, thank you for joining us. If you are interested to find out how much your home is worth, there's a great resource at sternteam.com. You can click on the the true value of your home. Uh, It it pulls all the data, the size of your home, the size of the lot from tax records, so it's very accurate. You can find that at sternteam.com.
0: Thanks so much, Russell. Always fun having you in studio and getting these really great tips. Straight ahead, I mean, we just had a horrific situation happen with the Utah Highway Patrol trooper yesterday. While Dave and I were on the air, we broke into coverage live to take you out to that scene at, on I-80 and 7200 West on the west side of Salt Lake City. We found out later that that trooper had uh, accidentally fallen off of an overpass. Thankfully, Utah Patrol joins us next uh, with an update on that trooper's condition.